Hey, Phil. Hey, Senda. Do you want to keep talking about... Co-GMing. I do. I want to keep talking about co-GMing. <laughs> do you just keep copying last week's notes? Look, yes. I'm, st- I'm cutting corners here <laughs> just to get the notes done. I did. I copied last week's notes. Okay, whatever. Cue music. <laughs> And welcome to another episode of Pandas Talking Games. I'm one of your co-hosts, Phil. And I am your other co-host, Senda. And I'm, I don't know if I'm shocked or delighted that you did that exactly the same way for the third week in a row. (laughs) People won't even know if you're just cutting and pasting it from last episode, but we're not. But it doesn't even say co-host. He's like creatively on the fly doing it every time. I am a professional. Professionals. Uh, yeah. Hey, friends, before we get into the episode, let's tell you about this cool thing that you might enjoy because you like podcasts, right? You're, You're listening, listening to one to us. right now. Maybe you also like audiobooks because you like to have your entertainment come through your ears because that's a thing. Did you know that you can now get Never Unprepared, the complete Game Master's Guide to Session Prep, written by Phil Vecchione? Who could that be? That's me. (laughs) At audible.com. Well, you can. So if you like audiobooks and you like GMing advice and gosh, you're listening to this show, you should probably check that out. We're going to have a link in the show notes again, because it's super cool and exciting and very well read. Awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, real quick, a little bit of show, a little bit of business before we kick into the show. This is the last show for 2019. Uh, so we're recording it tonight on uh, the we're recording tonight on the um, 16th. Mm-hmm. It's going to drop on the 23rd, so that's right before Christmas. Then there will not be an episode on the 30th because we're not recording Christmas week. Yep, and then we'll be back. Fresh and new, with a new topic, actually. Um, Maybe. Because we'll, we're going to conclude our, our talk today. <laughs> we'll be back fresh and new on uh, the 6th. So on January 6th, we'll be back doing what we do best, uh, talking about two points of a topic. Uh, no hints. But yeah, I've got that uh, queued up to go. So uh, you're listening to this one. Then there won't be one next week on the 30th. And then there will be a new one on the 6th. Sound good? Indeed. Yes, indeed. Thank you for letting us take the holidays off. Cool, cool, cool. Tonight, we continue our discussion about co-GMing. So specifically, we are talking about concurrent GMing, um, where two GMs are running a single session together, right? So last episode, we continued our negotiation on how to do this, and Phil, instead of giving us a definition, is going to give us a recap. So in order to make co-GMing work, we started by looking at a couple of things. In our first episode of this, because this is a three-part series, in our first episode, we looked at power dynamic. So when we have two people co-GMing, do we want them to be equals? Do we want them in a lead support, et cetera? And uh, ultimately, what we boiled our discussion down to was outside of the game. We are just two equals coming up with ideas and putting our session uh, together. But during the game, we were going to do a lead support structure where I would be the primary lead and you would be like you would be the support. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, 
that's not the same as primary narrator. Yes. Um, because primary narrator, we're going to talk about, um, we're gonna, you're going to talk about a little and we're going to talk about a lot more tonight. Yep. Primary narrator is actually a thing that can switch. But in the course of the game, I'm going to kind of drive the game forward and you're going to be the person who kind of supports yep. um, in, in that. And really the only thing that this really sets up other than just kind of setting kind of the tone for like, you know, I'll push the game along kind of thing is that if we ever get to a point during a game where we disagree about how we want to resolve something, I'll just go and resolve it. Yep. I'll make whatever decision. Like I'll try to blend both of ours, but I'll come up with some decision and keep the game going forward because we never want our game to be stuck. Right. Good. So last episode, we talked about workload, which was who is going to be responsible for which parts of uh, GMing the game. We decided that there would be a lead narrator and a support narrator, which will be roles that we will switch, right, as the game progresses. So it's going to start with Phyllis lead, but then it's going to pass over to me and like back at any time. And how we do that is part of what we're going to talk about tonight. So the support narrator is going to, by default, play out any NPCs in a scene unless we've specifically decided previously in prep that one of us is going to play that character or if we like call them as like, no, I really want this one, right? Yep. And then when it comes to the rules, Phil is going to take point on making sure that he knows the rules as well as making rulings on things that come up during play, which is... That's just safer. It's much safer because if you let me make rulings, I will make much looseier, goosier rulings. And I'm, We just won't be playing the exact... We, we just be, may not be playing be running, the same game. We wouldn't be running the same game. So it's much better yeah. if you're just responsible for the rules. Um, and then we're both, of course, going to be responsible for the safety, but I will talk about them during the setup of the game. And then outside of the game, Phil is going to handle a lot of the actual generation of items for session prep. And now we're going to do idea generation stuff together, right? And he's, but he's going to deal with like notes. Yeah. Because <laughs> I actually write game. I actually write session notes. So you don't. Yes. Because he actually wants to have like notes, notes, not like a single sentence on a piece of paper that I'd like forget and throw away somewhere. <laughs> Yes. Now, for well, depending on the game, again, it'll yeah, the notes. Yeah. The notes that we the notes that we require we'll be, have a lot to do with the game that we are uh, yes, going to run, which, which we is also part decided. of our, Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. So with all of that, um, we're going to talk tonight about two topics. We'll talk about handoffs, which is how and when we're going to change who is uh, talking at the table. This will also have to do with how we um, indicate to each other when to switch narrators and also when we need to conference. Mm -hmm. Right. Because there'll be times where we might want to just like put our heads together, whisper something to each other and then continue playing. Yes. And then uh, the other the last part of this will be then just to figure out what game what game. What game we think this might be fun right. to Right. I mean, like, we've been talking about all the bits and pieces and all the mechanical stuffs, but we haven't talked about what we're going to run yet. So that'll be fun. Exactly. So cool. <clears throat> um, let's jump right in. Let's talk about handoffs. And uh, I, I guess I'll just set this up, right? There are two... I think I can I can picture two places where we need the ability to to hand off, right? So one is definitely when we want to switch primary... When we want to switch primary narrator. Yeah. Right. And there'll be times for that. So we definitely need to talk about that. And I think the other one is just what I said, right? There are going to be times where you're going to want to confer. Like you might, like, let's say I'm primary narrator and we're playing a PBTA game and a six minus comes up and I'm like, mm, I don't know. And I'm starting to look at the list of moves and, I'm like, and you have an ooh, idea, ooh, 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 ooh. right? Yeah. You're going to want to just be able to like to come right in and just be yeah. like, what about this one? Yeah. Right. So. Let's do the easy one then. Let's talk about when we want to, like, let's talk about times when we want to switch narrator. 
And I don't want to say, like, I don't want to have criteria for when we want to switch because right. different games, different stories, different tables will will kind of determine when that happens. Yeah. So how do we tag out, so to speak, right? So yeah. in, to use wrestling terms, how do we how do we indicate to each other instead of saying something clumsily like, oh, I think you should narrate this section, right? Like, Yes, because that's um, awkward. No, because I, right, because I think what we want, right, is it's one thing for us to be GMing this, but I think the other thing is that, like, I, for lack of better phrase, like we should look good while we're doing this. Right? Like it, <laughs> we, it should look seamless and practiced and not exactly. like floppy and like with like awkward staring. So the question is, we could do something like an object, right? So we could have something that's like, this is the, you know, this is like the talking stick kind of thing, right? Like when it's, when it, when I have it, I'm primary narrator. When I hand it to you, you're now primary narrator. Right. right? Or, That's a very like, quiet. If, if I can reach out and like tap it or something to be like, hey, I have a really good thought. Let me jump in. Interesting. Right. Because that's the other thing that could happen. Right. Like you might, well, I don't, you oh, might, I didn't want to, I didn't even want to talk about that one yet. Oh, okay. Can we just, let's, Sorry. let's focus on the, no, because we have to talk about the other one, but let's solve the first one first. Right. right. So, I mean, so, if we solve it with an object, then I think the object can become the solution to more of the things. I, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. And I think, what if we had like a panda? Aww. Like, what I mean, if that's we got, just no, on brand. Right. But what if we got like a little um, plastic or vinyl panda, I mean, like not too, not too big? I have some options. Right. I not have that some... stinky ball thing. Like not 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 that swag, <laughs> no. the stinky balls from the swag <laughs> the... thing. Okay. Well, I've got a cute one that's about two fist size and I've got a cute one that's about one fist size and then I have a little Lego big and little panda that PK Sullivan gave me. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be something I, 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 so I think if we do something like that, um, oh. if we make it an... What about, so if what we about make the erasers? Knob, too small. <laughs> too small. The eraser will get lost. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like I'm thinking like a couple inches in height. Right? Okay. And not fiddly because I fidget so like like a Lego one I will mess with. Fair right? Enough. Like it just needs to be like a solid piece of plastic. A solid piece of panda. Yeah. So if we had something like that, then it would be very easy. Like, for instance, I'm say I'm primary narrator. It's sitting in front of me and we're playing and I want to hand off to you. Like I want to go look up rules or something like that. Then you like I would I would just slide it over to you. Yeah. Right. Because we'd be sitting next to each other. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, I just yeah. slide it over to you. Or you'd slide it back to me. Yep. Um, or maybe if I stop and turn and look at the rule book, like you would actually just would take just it and slide doing. it over to you. Yep. Right. I think that is probably better than literally every other idea I had. Like, yeah, I, I think that's better because I've been trying to think about this one for a while and I've been like, how the hell are we going to like do this? I was like thinking about right. like, like... If I tap you on the shoulder once, it means this. And if I tap you on the elbow, it means like, <laughs> Right. I had the same idea. Like, what if we had like what if we had like a like a hand symbol, right? Like <laughs> like throwing up gang signs in the middle of like And what if you don't see it? Right. right? Like Right, right. I think I so think we should just pick up I was a panda. Having, yeah. Yeah, I think just having a panda that we can pass back and forth is essentially the talking stick, right? And and so the thing that we know is the person who has the panda is the primary narrator and the person who doesn't is the support narrator. Yeah. Which means that our other rules about workload kick in. Yep. Right? And for instance, and a probably a good handoff rule would be 
if we ever bog down in a rule and there's other things that could be going on. Yeah. Right. Like if there isn't like if, if everything's hinged on this one rule, then I just have to like look it up. Right. But if it's like there's dialogue or something else going on, like I could turn to the rule book, you could grab the panda. Yep. Kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um. So then so then the thing where I was saying, like, if you're going along and you're just chugging through and I'm like, ooh, give me the narration. Like, I want to request yeah. it. Like, yee, can I have it? Then I think it's something like if I reach over and I point at the panda. I think like, you just put your hand on put it. Put my hand on it kind of thing. And then it's just a nod. Right. And it's a it's a it's a yes or a no. Right. If you because if you are um, like going somewhere with where you are, it's fine if you say no. Right. Like, no, I got it. Right. This. But I may not even I may not want to say no. I may just put my hand up. Yeah, right. Like, like, like nope, or like but, I might just I might do a no. Or you might right, give me hand, like a, a one second. Uh, like one more. Just give me a like, second to finish this piece. Yep, right. Finish this this up right here. Right. Yeah. Or I may um, just, I, I may, you know, like give you the thumbs up. Right. That. that oh, there we sense. go. There you go. Yeah. 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 Our, our, so so like, a hand for a hand for no, no. Let me keep rolling. Yep. Uh, the one the finger, one finger like, for like, let me finish this beat. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to wrap then, this thing and I see you and then I'll pass it over is basically right. what that is. And then the thumbs the up. The thumbs up is, yeah, just take it. <laughs> just take it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the less we talk about that, yeah. the less disruptive it'll be the players. Like if we can just do that. And I know we'll have to practice at it when we actually start yeah, running it. Yeah, it'll it'll take a little practice, I'm sure, but Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that'll be good. Um and then anytime it breaks, like anytime we take a break. Yeah, we should just like, come back with the other person narrating. We should just decide. Yeah. I, I never I, I don't want to have hard rules for oh, these that's things true, because yeah. because the the game will dictate what what like what we need. Yeah. But breaks are a good point for us to be because breaks we actually can just talk to each other, right? right? So we'll, we can we'll, be like, all right, cool, everybody take a five, and then be like, all right, hey, when we get back from this, do you want to just pick up narration for a little while? Yeah. And are we still on the same page with how we think this is going and where it's going? Yeah. 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 And I think that's the other part, right? So um, anytime we call for a table break, we can sync up really quick. Yeah. So we may call for table breaks slightly more than we do in a standard mm-hmm. slot because I'm Just thinking to, we may because I I always take a break like right after character creation right I do too and then I usually take one more in there somewhere right I usually I usually take one three quarters of the way through before, before uh, the, the climactic climax. battle yeah, yeah. but we might want to just like do one after character creation and then like do one like every hour ish kind of just to sync up. If, 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 if we, we do, we like just have, it, right. If we do, we have to, um, we just have to keep them short. Well, we have to differentiate, right? Like there's a, like get up and go to the bathroom break. That's like, cause they're never five minutes, right? That's yeah. a 10 minute break. Yeah. Um, versus uh Hey, everybody like, you know, um, quick, Decompress, you know, gra- chat, like grab a sip bite. of water, yeah. stretch your, stretch your neck. Yeah. Uh, open a snack kind of thing. Yeah. I think that's fine. I think we can have those in there. And I think we just tell people like, hey, we're going to have two, we're going to have two style of breaks during this, right? We're going to have two longer breaks, which are going to be like, if you have to get up and run to the bathroom, feel free. And we might have one or two small breaks where we're just going to ask you like to, you know, um, talk amongst yourself stand up. for a second. Yeah. yeah talk amongst yourself, stretch your legs, whatever, while we, you know, check in with each other and then keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, and, I think it's really and, good. And we might not even need those other ones. It'll be interesting to find out. Maybe what we need is just a way to communicate with each other if we feel like we do need one. Yeah, I mean, if we don't call it. Yeah. Like, the thing that we have to be careful of is we have to be careful of the thing where 
um, we're in front of the players and then like, I don't know, you either whisper to me or text it or something. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, no, not now. Yeah. Late later yeah. or blue. That's definitely blue. Right. Right. Like, like what? <laughs> right. Like we should, um, <laughs> if we, if we need to confer with each other, mm-hmm. we should just confer with each other. Cause I'm not always going to have my uh, phone out or whatever. And like passing notes to each other is going to be disruptive. Cause I have to stop talking, look at the note. Right. That kind of it's thing. hard to maintain stream of thought and keep the dead air out. Yeah. So how are we going to let each other know if we feel like we need to have that sync up? Well, I, I or think do we that just if we literally need- stop like every hour and just look at each other and be like, do you want to have a little break? Or are we cool? Because that might be the best in that circumstance. Like maybe that's the best way. The other way would be that whoever needs it just calls for it. Yeah. Like if you need, like if we're if we're not. So here's the thing: we run a lot of games that have some improv. So even when we have notes, we're going to go off the rails. Oh yeah. So I I think really the the reason to pause and sync up is if you don't see. Well, it's one of two things. I'm okay enough improv wise that if i pass narration to you and you kind of take the game not where i expect it that when i get narration back i'll just follow where you put it down last i mean that's i'm pretty good with that too it's just a question of if we have a a a set end point that we're trying to achieve i mean i don't know this this may be that that would need some like we might need to confer about something like that right if we were running like for instance if we were running tales from the loop yeah and we were doing a mystery, yeah. Which is when we talk about games in a second, probably not, not my first suggestion. Not a probably not a right. good one for us to at least, but it, to start with. <laughs> well, it, I, it's harder because that is one where you have to land in a certain place. Yes, which is hard. And, with and two we would have waiting. to confer a lot, like, yes. oh, okay, what about this clue? What about that clue? Yeah. But if we're playing something, um, if we're playing something more open, mm-hmm. then basically, I think those check-ins are just like. I think you were taking it in this direction. Am I reading you right? Yes. Yep. Which that's what I imagine. I feel yeah. right. Which I feel like after co-hosting 185 episodes mm. with you, that I, I've got a pretty good idea of where you're putting stuff down. Right. Like I have a pretty good idea where you're leading to. So I think that's I think that's the way we do it. Is that whoever needs it chimes in so if i'm like if i think i don't need it and you start to see me straying like you could be like you know cool let's take a like let's take a like let's take a break yeah and maybe what we do is um okay so if we need to take a break in the middle of narration what if we just use the panda again and we just like tip the panda on its side oh yeah that'll work yeah because that it gives you a chance to come to a stopping point in the narration yeah. so that it's not I mean a lot of this is about like how do we work our need for communication and yes. all those things around not mangling the story beats yeah right exactly That's so I think really if you I, I think if you tip the panda to the side tip the panda <laughs> that, that then that indicates that so one this pred- this means that whatever we get this panda has to be able to it stand has to stand right? and roll over. Yeah, it just has to lay down, right? So it has to stand or lay down. Yeah, We'll go check on Amazon for something. But if you were to tip it over, then what that would, or lay it down or whatever, that would that would indicate like we feel like we're falling out of sync. We should take a minute. And then like at the right story beat, let's say I'm primary narrator. Mm-hmm. Like I see, I see a natural pause moment. Yep. I would be like, cool, everybody uh, hold right there. We're going to come back to you in one second and then just turn to you and be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and be like, oh, okay. Oh, cool. And then maybe the decision is, oh, I was kind of off the beat a bit. Here, take narration. Right. Well, I mean, everything else from there is managed by the handoffs that we've already discussed. So I feel like that's actually pretty good. I feel like that's pretty good. We just need to go find a, a panda. Okay, uh, I, I mean, I I think that works. I think that works really well. I think every I, I had other thoughts all this week about like different ways to I do it. I have also been it, thinking about it, and none of them were good. This it is wasn't much until better. We ac- right, it wasn't until we actually sat down and I said it, and I was like, well, that's "Oh good. wait, that's I, I said this." I, you know what it was? I said the phrase "talking stick," and I was like, you know, because Chris always says that, yep, like yep, passing yep. the talking stick, and I was like, "Oh wait, oh wait, that's no, no, that's actually that's what exactly we the thing we need. Yeah, right, we actually yeah. need to pass the talking stick. That's that's actually what that is. Okay, yeah, and then of course, if we're gonna have a talking stick, it needs to be a panda. Yeah, right. Okay, cool. Cool. All right, so I think we're good. Like, do you feel good on, I, on handoff? I feel totally good on handoff. I mean, ha- so the the question now with this giant yes. range of possibilities before us is yes. What game do you want to test this out on? Right. So uh, let's talk about some games that I don't want to test okay, it sure. out on. Okay, sure. We can right? narrow it down. I I think I want a game that's less traditional, more improvish. Yeah, I think that will behove us. And also, I think, um, to your point about Tales from the Loop, I think avoiding games that are pre-created mysteries is yes. probably a good idea. Because yes, that I, seems I, like I a hard one to to try this with. Yeah, I think pre-created mysteries, conspiracies, those kinds of things require um, uh, certain nuance that's going to be hard to do while we're chatting back and forth to each other. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. All right, so cool. I also think that just to try this out, because I think we need I think we need a system that falls strongly in our wheelhouse. Yeah. Like combined wheelhouse. Yep. So PBTA yes. is absolutely the... Um, yes, PBTA is the best system for the two of us. Yeah. I mean, I think it, I think it's the best bridge for the two of us in terms of like we both know it and all of those things. And I also think that it's um, a good improv system that also gives us opportunities to hand narration back and forth. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I agree. I, I agree completely. Right. I, I think it's um, I think it has enough rules that um, it has enough rules that will make it interesting. Yeah. Not enough rules that you won't be able. Yes. Like you, you won't be relying on me the whole right. time. I won't be relying on you to like do everything. Like right. we're not running forbidden lands here. <laughs> Correct. Hell, I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I go in and out of forbidden lands. Like the rule book in a, in a session. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. No, I'm good. Okay. So <laughs> if we're going PBTA. And if we're going based on our preferences, which is, I think, probably games that feel feels games, right? Yep. Uh, I w- let's see. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the criminal ones off the table because I think that's more my wheelhouse than you. Yeah, I, it's difficult for me to improv them because I don't know the genre as well. But right. having said that, masks. I mean, masks is absolutely possible. Mm-hmm. My comic book genre is strong, and yours is no uh, is not weak in the least. Right. It's not quite uh, as strong as yours, but a lot of the mask stuff also happens to follow sort of like anime stuff too. Which so is very much your that I'm like I can fake point. it really well. <laughs> I might also suggest bite marks. Oh, I'm so excited to get that game to the table. Well, it's you know that's what I'm saying, right? Like <laughs> that might be a like that, that one's all passion and yeah, like. That I I have not read it yet. I will I will say that, but I think I want to put it on the short list because yes. I think 
I think bite marks might be pretty good. I think um, that one would be delightful. It's delicious. It's got, it's it's got everything. <laughs> it's got <laughs> yes, easy stuff. On. Werewolves. <laughs> it's got feelings. It's got pack fights. Uh, I will also say that the other one that I think that we're talking about it, I would put out there might be Monster Hearts 2. Yeah, which I haven't I haven't played at all yet. It's on my shelf. Uh, I have I have not either, but I think one, it's it's it, Bite Marks and Monster Hearts are two games that we have very much wanted to play. Oh, yes. It, it would give us a good excuse to actually um, learn the game and run something. Yes. Um, <laughs> and both of us like feels games and games with high tension and emotion and having an extra GM in there. Yeah. Hopefully just make like it an better. Extra, yeah. I, I, all right. So I think we have three solid well, candidates. You know what? I think we can just take masks off the table. Cause I really, okay. I really like masks. I really enjoy right. it, but I have played it several times at this point. I, I ran and a so whole campaign. I know. I'm like, I am more excited about running something that I haven't run yet. Because okay. of the, the new shiny is the only thing that's pulling me away, to be clear. I love masks. There's nothing wrong with masks. Right. But I but I think that um, I think either bite marks or monster hearts. And then yes. you know what? I'm even I'm even gonna advance it forward one more. Oh yeah. I think Monster Hearts has been um, I think lots of people have run Monster Hearts. Okay, that's fair. Um, bite marks but is heading into new going into he- this heading into twenty twenty. I think it would be fun if we ran something new. Yep. And something, you know, hot. Like bite marks will be hot, right? It's like it's gonna be it's good. gonna be passionate, sexy werewolves, werewolves <laughs> fighting. <laughs> I think I think there's a lot in there that there's we could a lot. Uh, it was so much fun to play. Right. So yeah. Do you wanna try it? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, the only other one that I would say, but but I don't I don't know when it's coming out is Hearts of Wu Lin. Correct. But I don't know when it's coming out, so we should plan for bite marks. Because yes, I then, have the but then PDF if this, in my hot little if, hand. I do too. Yes. If this winds up working out, then we'll just do Hearts of Wu Lin later when it comes out. Yeah, absolutely agree. Totally awesome. Yeah. All right. I I think we have um, now that we have a plan and a game. Uh, in mind, I think we are ready to move to the closing of the show. Woot. I will say this before we close. Yeah. If you're going to be at a con anytime in 2020, you should look for us. Uh, now, I will tell you, it will probably be listed under one of us. And then in the description, we'll say a co-GM'd game by Phil and Senda or something. Because yeah. most systems only allow one of us to register. So it's whichever one of us takes the task of registering, which Odds are it might be me. Yeah, that um, that's, that falls into that category of right. like prepping. Yes. Except that it might be me because also I'm running the origins sheet for the network. So Also, she's super popular. And if we put her name on it, <laughs> then it'll just be like, oh, and Phil's here. So, Aww. Aww. In either case, uh, in 2020, keep your... Uh, Keep your eyes out and convention rosters because if you see bite marks and it's run by us or by one of us, it means it's, it's going to be run by both, both of, us. of us. Indeed. Cool. cool. Tell me, tell me about another show on the Mister Network, and then let's get this whole thing wrapped up. Uh, so on Bone Stone and Obsidian, Wayne and Robert take monthly deep dives into the Dark Sun setting and discuss it across all the editions of D and D. Hmm. 
They do indeed. Say, Senda, where uh, can people find us on the internet? Well, you can find us on Twitter at Pandas Talk Games. You can find us in the Misdirected Mark forums, which is forums.misdirectedmark.com, or you can get there from the website. Or if you like it better, you can send us an email, panda at misdirectedmark.com. And uh, Phil, once they find us in one of those places or manage to write that email address down, what can they do with that information? Please, 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 please send us your topic. Um, We love to do the show about the things that you find interesting. So tell us what you would like us to talk about, uh, whether it's a question, whether it's a uh, particular um, uh, topic in gaming, whatever it is, uh, send it to us. Uh, I'll I'll crank it out into a into an episode. Have no fear. Uh, I'm pretty adept at it at this point. And then we'll do it. And then you can hear what we have to say. So, yeah, please do that. And if you like what we do here elsewhere on the Misdirected Mark Network, you can support our Patreon campaign. Patrons of the show get all sorts of things. The racy bonus outtakes from this show. Wow. The Misdirected Mark uh, after show, which is a grab bag of you don't know what you're going to get on that. um, (laughs) On that. Uh, You get access to our Slack room for life. You can come play Minecraft with us on our Minecraft server. You can uh, get the occasional thing. Uh, as we produce various games and publications through Encoded Designs, uh, we like to uh, sometimes give those things out to all of our um, patrons. So we like to do that as well. Your pledges uh, go to support the network, the gear it takes to run, to host it, all of that stuff, our time, all of that stuff, which uh, we greatly appreciate. Your money also goes to helping us create new shows. We're still working away on our on our show Uh, our newest show that's coming to the network, right? Yep, Um, so we're going to take pitches through the end of the year, and then we're going to make a decision early on in the year. We'll probably be sending out some emails to folks who have emailed us, um, because all of the pitches that I've gotten are fantastic, and there's quite a few to sort through, so we're going to have to narrow it down, and then we're going to have to kind of do a couple of rounds of stuff to figure out. That's awesome. It'll be really exciting. Great. Um, It'll be a really cool way to open 2020. Yeah. Uh, We also like to shout out to our patrons each week. So we're going to do three. Would you like to do these three tonight? Absolutely. Schmitty, the keeper of the labyrinth. Hi, Schmitty. Um, Hearts. We love Schmitty. (laughs) Schmitty's also also the admin of our uh, uh, Minecraft Minecraft server. server. Yeah. So double hearts. Double hearts for Schmitty. Tad Leckman. Thank you so much, Tad. And James Fellows. Thank you so much, James. There's another thing you can do if you're already supporting the Patreon campaign or unable to support the Patreon campaign, which is totally fine. There's a thing that you can do that helps other people find the show on the podcast uh, feeds of their choice. It also gives us great artistic validation and makes us feel oh so happy. Uh, What's that thing? You could leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. Every new review you leave us really does actually help new people find the show, which is why we talk about it every week. Because it just does. So anyway, thank you so much to everyone who already has. We super duper appreciate you. Say, Phil, uh, when do you think we're going to try this out? Oh, I think we're going to try it out sooner than you think. (laughs) (laughs) I guess something This show is a joint production of She's a Super Geek and Misdirected Mark Productions, the media arm of Encoded Designs. Show me what you got, 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 show me what you got.
Show me what you got. Hey, show me what you got. Show me what you got. Clicky. So the red button when I said I wasn't ready was yes. because I had actually put my button, I had actually put my mouse over the Hangouts hang up button. No, wrong red button. Wrong red button, right? <laughs> so I was like, you were like, are you ready? And I'm like, yes, no. No. Right. <laughs> wrong, wrong red button. <laughs> right. Wrong. Wrong, no. wrong red button. Bloop. Wrong red button. That's like my favorite UB40 song. Is that an actual? No. What? Send up. <laughs> Have you never heard of the song Red Red Wine? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Red, red, red Wine by UB40. Wine. Yes, red. I didn't know red, who did it. Wrong Red Button is my is my uh Wrong Red Button is my UB40 uh cover band. So I've been watching Revolutionary Girl Lieutenant. If we want to generate some content that does not that's have to not go to even the bonus a hard, outtakes. that's not even a hard segue. <laughs> I know it's really not. Not even a hard segue. But go on. <laughs> tell me about tell me about your sword lesbian anime. I'm all ears. <laughs> it's um, it's uh, just as weird as I remembered it, and the, I'm not really sure that I have had ever like actually sat down and watched it watched it and now i'm on like episode 17 or something and uh i don't know sometimes it's super surreal like last episode one of the main characters who's like sort of not very nice she like turned into a literal cow that happened and I was like, I mean, what, what is just happening? transformed into a cow? Well, it's like it's like this like weird, serious mystery. Like we must break the shell of the world and like revolutionize everything. And like this weird and then like and like weird relationshipy stuff. Lots, lots, so many like brother issues. So many, so yeah, many super weird, like could can totally understand the relationships from the perspective of like older guy younger girl sure get that the brother part though whoa (laughs) you're just gonna file that under awkward not really okay but then there's the like delightful part where like utena is like basically like disaster by right like she's She's like searching for her prince, but accidentally falling in love with Anthe. And like, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you know, it's very good. Yes. The other funny thing I have to tell you, and then I will let you actually talk about something else, is they always subtitle the, um, the, uh, the words that they're singing in the background, even though they're in Japanese. Sure. It is the weirdest shit. Oh, like, the words? They're just singing yeah. weird nonsense shit. Like weird nonsense dramatic Like a Rob stuff. Zombie song. It's yeah. super weird. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Carry on. Bloop. I was going to chronicle where uh, where I was with my hair. Um, Did you I get I still haven't yet? gotten a cut. No. <laughs> I, I'm, going on, uh, I'm going Thursday. Okay. I was like, it looks mostly flattened, like tamped down this evening. Probably because you it, haven't run your hands through it yet. Well, one, I haven't run my hands through it probably as much, but two, um, I did paste it down pretty hard with some hair paste to yeah, get it like in, like under control. Yeah, yeah. It, it is a thing, right? Because it, it does bug me. Bloop. This week is like all grooming stuff because I did like my uh, mani pedi this this week. Like I did my I did my um, manicure and stuff. 
Yeah. I, I so my my pedicure skills are kind of bunk, but my manicure skills, like my nails, I'm not gonna lie, my nails look fabulous. <laughs> like, they're pretty nice. There's you, no polish on them. They're just, but they're shined. Like you know, there's there all the ridges are out and they're shined. But like, I've gotten really good at like getting the dead skin off and just like, like they're like I like them. They're pretty. They're they're pretty hot actually. I mean. The the thing about that that's funny is like I'm not actually that good at it. You should do mine sometime. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I've never <laughs> come I've never do my nails. Done, <laughs> I've never actually done anyone else's, so it would be like really interesting to um, <laughs> to try that. But I mean, like I have a whole kit. Like uh, oh, I know. Bloop. Yeah, so I'm just f- asking for a friend. Asking for a friend, so yeah, if, no. If you I, well, were to require a pouch of approximately what size and shape no, would this I, pouch be? No, I mean, I, I hear you asking, but I think, like, I honestly have a bag of pouches, right? But if, uh-uh. but, uh-huh. but, 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 um, a uh, topo medium or topo large would totally work for that, right? Like okay. those are. I have pouches though. Like I have a bag of pouches, right? A pouch of pouches. Oh, oh, I um, know, I know. Bloop! I have to. Go. And with that, (laughs) you just have to cut your track out. Like mine was okay. Was it though? Was it? Was it? You lost it. You lost. You lost your focus on that one. All right, we need to do a show now. Okay, yeah, we're like it's nine. That's nine minutes. Um, I don't know how we talked about your. Manicure for We didn't. We talked about your stuff for like. I know. Boom, boom. All right. I thought it was going to be an and, but it turned into a neck stretch. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Why are you doing it again? You said to keep going. I'm stretching my neck. I was expecting you to like do the show. Start the show? Yeah. Okay, can you hold it together? Maybe. Don't stretch your neck again because I'll just laugh. Okay. I really want to now that you told me I can't. <laughs> well, you should just do it. Oh, it feels so good. Oh. Bloop. And she's just laughing. <laughs> well, it's outtake night tonight, folks. <laughs> I had it together and then I didn't. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'll stretch my neck too. It'll be great. Bloop. Show me what you got. 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 This is a long episode. Oh, I got boy. like 40. I got, I got 43. 43.55-ish. Yep. Yeah. Let's just, uh, let's punch Stop. right in. Well, let's first, wait, wait. Happy Holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> May the merry bells, bells keep, keep ringing. ringing. Happy, Happy holidays, holidays to you. To you. <laughs> Did you actually stop? Oh, okay. Now I'll stop too. Bye. Happy New Year.